0: Give me your best announcer voice. What would you like me to say? Just announce anything. Can't do it. (laughs) Can't do it. (laughs) Can't help you, man. I've got absolutely nothing.
1: Come on. Yeah, man. We got so.
0: Bap-ba-dew. Bap-ba-dew. Bap. Uh, I can't wait to actually try and put it in the uh, Purple Flame deck. Hey, I'm making so many changes to this deck, I might have to change the name soon.
1: You might have to. It might have to be called the, the Rob deck.
0: Nah, man, the Nonstop Rug. <laughs> nah, that's not as cool. The Rob is cooler <laughs> than the Nonstop Rug? <laughs> Get out of here. Are you frozen? Can you hear me? You're frozen.
1: You can't hear me?
0: Rob Welcome to Cast Royale, the Clash Royale podcast for casual
1: players. I'm Rob. And I'm Joe. And this week, we're bringing you the ultimate hodgepodge of everything. Boom. Boom. So,
0: what's up, man? We made it to episode 32. Three, two, boom. Yeah. And uh, like you said, we have a whole hodgepodge of stuff to talk about. So, let's just dive in. Um. And tell me, because I went first last time, about your week in the arena. Dude, this week has been
1: fantastic for me. Hmm. I've been playing a deck that I got from Marcel P. You know the, the competitive Clash Royale player? Mm hmm. He was number two in the world recently. He is a huge, huge, huge fan of hog cycle decks. And he went on Clash with Ash's YouTube channel the other day, mm-hmm. and he gave some tips and tricks. On a 2.6 Hog Cycle deck. And I incorporated those changes into my playstyle. Adopted the deck. Got to my all-time high of 43.11. I finally, finally, finally broke 4,300 trophies, dude. That's unbelievable. My rares are level 8. My commons are level 11. And I only have one legendary in the deck, and that's the Log um and that's a level nice. one, that's a level 1 log so to be honest okay. with you most most of my cards are pretty underleveled um i'm playing with, versus people with level 12 common equivalents um but the deck is for whatever reason the marcel found a deck that just really works in the current meta and i'm and i'm
0: and i'm just riding the bandwagon baby <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say that uh, from what I've seen and from what you just told me, it sounds like this deck is totally your playstyle.
1: It is. It, it, it definitely is. And a lot of people are starting to use it. And it will be the deck that we spotlight a little bit later in the show. Ooh. But for now, I like it. We'll table that for later. And you, sir, tell me how
0: your week was in the arena. Well, wait, I have a quick question before I go into my week. Uh, what is your level in the game? I am a level 11. And how tower. far ho- are you from level 12? That's a good question, actually.
1: I feel like I'm pretty far, actually. Uh, yep, I am. So it takes 40,000 experience to get to level 12. I am 17,000 experience in. <laughs> so I've still got 23,000 to go. All right, you're about half. Uh, yeah, just under half. Yeah. This level increase feels like, from from 10 to 11 felt really long. 11 to 12 feels like an eternity.
0: Yeah. Well, now we'll go into my week in the arena, uh, and I'll just start by saying that I'm still level 10. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. Um, But I've been doing pretty good, considering I I was only level 10. Um, And I have about 5,000 more experience to get before I'm level 11. Gotta get those donations up,
1: baby. Let's go.
0: I know, I'm, I'm really excited to actually get there. So, once that happens, I feel like, I feel like I'm just going to wreck.
1: <laughs> Dude, to be honest with you, like, once you get a level 11 crown tower, I feel like the biggest thing with, with the towers is that people underestimate exactly how good they are. It's free damage. Y- yeah, it's free damage, but you don't only get more life, right? Because in theory, the higher your crown tower is, the more health you have. But right. But you get free damage every single time that you're on defense. Every single time that your opponent is doing a push, you can develop an easier counter push because you can spend less elixir and get more damage. To underestimate the amount of value that you get from a from an archer tower or both archer towers throughout the course of one or any given game Mm -hmm. is a big mistake. So once you get to eleven, you're gonna see a huge difference.
0: Yeah, well, that's why I'm really excited about it. Um, and I did not get nearly as high as you. Um, well, maybe not necessarily as nearly, but I got pretty close. Uh, I hit my all time high too. Um, and that was 42.43.
1: Boom.
0: Which I, I'm very excited about. Um, and now I have 200 legend trophies, even though they're going to be going away soon. So that's
1: right, which we'll get (laughs) to in a little bit.
0: Mm hmm. Um, And I'm still playing Purple Flames deck, but I had some big thing happen to me uh, in the last day or so. I bought the log log. in the shop. Uh Uh-huh. Dude. So, I've tried to incorporate it into the Purple Flame deck because, you know me, I like to take a base of something and just kind of morph it and mold it into what I need it to be. So, the original Purple Flame deck did not have the princess. So, I put the princess in instead of the Spear Goblin. So, now... I'm replacing my zap with the log. And so far, it's been working out very well. Well, I just remember that you were telling me as
1: soon as this card came out that you wanted it so bad. But you never had the gold to buy it, so I'm really happy for you. You finally got the gold when it was in the shop, and you are able to purchase it. I'm still using a level 1 log, dude, so for whatever reason, this card is super, super powerful at this level. So.
0: Well, it's funny because in the shop, like, cause it rotates the legendaries out every once in a while. Right. So last week there was a log in the shop and I had enough gold and I was like, eh, I'm not going to do it yet. Let me, because maybe there's another legendary that I could want. So let me see if it pops up. Cause that would be fun. Maybe I can get like the, the ice wizard or something. That would be a good one to have. Cause he's pretty versatile. Right. Um, and then I think I got the electro wizard in the shop and then Maybe even the Lava Hound. But then two times the log showed up again. And I was like, this is a sign. This is it from the Supercell gods. I can't, I can't not buy it. So I was like, done. 40,000 gold later, log. Drop the mic, walk away, log it up, mm-hmm, boom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that pretty much does it for our week in the arena. Um, and we had a handful of news happen to us and stuff that came out from Supercell, and a handful of clan updates, so let's go through all of those. What do you want to start with first, man? I feel like we need to address the 800-pound gorilla in the room, because I think people listening are just dying to hear us talk about it. The big pink elephant that's just sitting on my chest right now? (laughs) Yeah, man, I'm itching to talk about it, so why don't you give us a rundown of... What happened? I don't even know if I can, like, appropriately... (laughs) You're you're blushing. I don't even know if I can
1: appropriately say this. It's adorable that you're blushing. Let's do it. So I think last episode we mentioned that Clash Royale, the official Clash Royale, followed us back on Twitter, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Which we were super excited about, couldn't believe it, and we were just on cloud nine. So we go through our daily lives, we go, you know, go through our week, and everything normal just happens. (laughs) We record our episode, the balance changes come out, you know, release our episode on our normal Sunday. Monday goes by, you know, just prepping for Valentine's Day, getting ready to celebrate the day for Tuesday. You know, just Tuesday is going to be a big day. The day of love. It is. It is the day of love. (laughs) And lo and behold, we wake up to Clash Royale posting our episode 31 all over social media on Twitter on Facebook and in the game on News
0: Royale. Boom! Boom. Dude, I honestly man, I couldn't believe it. Oh, dude, I was in total disbelief. There was no way that this was real. It didn't feel real. And then you and I texted each other and we were like, "Did you see it? Did you see this?" Did Did you you see Did you check Twitter? Did you check their... Joe, check their Facebook? Wait, (laughs) did you see in the game? It's in the game. They took our stuff and put it in the game. And then, of course, you know, we're getting an onslaught of people messaging us and sending us stuff in the Discord and people talking to us in chat, and they're like, you guys are everywhere right now, and... I didn't even know what to say other than we are extremely humbled because that's exactly how we felt other than like starstruck because we were totally taken aback that this happened.
1: Yeah, man, you you said it best. I mean, humbled is is the word, right? I mean, for us, it's just been like such an awesome journey. And we're just two brothers having a good time talking about Clash Royale, a game that we love. and. It's just fun to do it, right? Mm -hmm. But it was just so nice to see that Clash Royale not only recognized us, but also recognized the podcast community, right? Right. And we were just super, super honored to have been recognized by them, and, and we're just so excited to see where we go from here. You said that so eloquently. Yeah, well, I mean, I could say it not so eloquently, too. Dude, that went
0: from zero to 100 real quick. (laughs) (laughs) yep yes it did yes it did it was like gone in 60 seconds
1: so clash royale supercell thank you so much for the shout out we can't thank you enough and we are truly truly humbled boom
0: boom um and you know people people kept asking us and emailing us and messaging us in the discord and everybody seems really excited so we wanted to be the first people to tell everyone right here right now that the podcast, that specific episode, episode 31, Skeletal Equilibrium, received... Are you ready, Joe? Ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. 104,000 downloads in a week and a half. Boom. Dude, <laughs> I can't believe that. Yep. And then the last statistic that I want to throw out is website hits. So our website, which, you know, respectably received probably about a hundred people every day, which was fine for us. You know, most people just subscribe and they get the episode. Great. The website received one hundred thousand hits in the same week and a half. It's unbelievable. It, this shout out multiplied
1: our website hits by about a thousand and multiplied our downloads by about ten. Yeah. In a given week. And it was just incredible. We couldn't believe it. And this really just goes to show you just how many people are receptive to the podcast medium. And we just couldn't be more excited about it.
0: Definitely. So we don't know how long those numbers are going to last. Probably not going to last very long. But Joe, it is up to us to prevail and make sure that we continue to do the job that everybody has come to expect. We must continue to deliver a hodgepodge. Of everything! Of everything! <laughs> yeah, so that's... Boom. That, boom. Um, that's that. Uh, and, you know, ever since our announcement last week, we found out that there is now a Cast Royale 5. So, bravo, team. Thank you for creating that. Uh, hopefully that'll fill up real quick and we can have someone start Cast Royale 6. Hmm?
1: Hmm? And if you're a member of the Discord community, you would have noticed that we also now have a Discord bot. Two of them. Two of them, that's right. Two of them, one to keep track of people's activity, and the other one to keep track of people coming and going, uh, assigning roles and things like that. So we have completely revamped our Discord with new channels, a bunch of new people. We run tournaments. Seemingly, it's been like every other day. So if you're not part of the Discord community, we, we highly, highly, highly suggest you become a part of it. So be sure to go to our website at com slash Discord and enter the password LEGENDARY. All lowercase letters to join the Discord community and be a part of something great. Boom.
0: Boom. And when you join, uh, because we have a cool um, XP bot, you can start receiving XP to level up within the Discord. Double boom. Mm Mm-hmm. So also, we totally revamped our Twitter and our presence on Twitter because we weren't as active as we wanted to be. Um, so, you know, we rebranded everything, uh, still didn't get verified, which is fine, but we're going to keep kicking. Uh, but we did hit a milestone this week. Yeah, we did. 500 followers, 500 followers. Boom. Boom. So thank you to everybody who has followed us on Twitter. And, you know, we started doing uh, these giveaways, so we're going to probably continue to do those in the future. Um, so if you would like to get in on that action, we would highly recommend you follow us on Twitter. Follow us on
1: Twitter. Boom. hmm And last but not least for News & Clan updates, we just want to remind everybody, for our anniversary birthday episode, we've got
0: something special planned. And we guarantee that you're not going to want to miss it. Yeah, so be on the lookout for that probably towards the end of March, Uh, maybe early April, depending on the schedule. That's right. But more info for that to come. Uh, So let's go into some topics that actually have to do with this game.
1: Well, I kind of feel like everything's been about the game so far. Just about the podcast and the game and the boom.
0: Boom. Boom. (laughs) Boom? Boom? Quadruple boom. Boom.
1: Mega boom.
0: I <laughs> just we just skipped over so many steps to I get know. to the <laughs> ultimate boom. <laughs> it's okay though. Yeah. Worth it. Um so so uh this week we actually also had a nice surprise from Supercell. They announced their very own podcast called Radio Royale. Um and their first episode was called Cards We Killed. Um and to be honest, as soon as we both I think, you know, I could speak for Joe and I Uh, As soon as we saw this, we were so excited because it's completely different than any other Clash Royale podcast. It is on YouTube, at least for now, um, and it is hosted by one of the artists in the game and one of the developers of the game. The Cards We Killed episode was cards that they originally had ideas to put in the game, and then they, you know, did like... Deck plays with them, they tested them, and they realized that a lot of them were not really working out, like the Mega Pekka.
1: Yeah, they also had the, what was it, the Trojan Pony
0: and the Barbarian (laughs) Launcher, and they also had the Ghost. I'm so happy that the Barbarian Launcher, although probably would have been hilarious, it would have been uh, very funny, never made it into the game because I don't want more Barbarians.
1: (laughs) Totally agree. We've got so many. We've got barbarians. We've got elite barbarians. Gonna have barbarian, basically barbarian mortars.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, you know, what's funny? I thought it was really cool to hear that the uh, tornado didn't start out as a tornado. Right. It started off as a butterfly. Isn't that funny? A butterfly. Let's let's say that again. The tornado started off as a butterfly yeah i don't know how i I don't really
1: know if i really got the concept of how it how it transformed
0: yeah uh well the butterfly was originally supposed to distract pekka's because pekka's are distracted by By butterflies butterflies. but i think the whole thought process was that nobody could see the butterflies like you're just (laughs) looking at the screen like what is this pekka doing what's
1: going on here (laughs) <laughs> it's just like going in circles now. Okay. Yes. <laughs> it's a malfunction, malfunctioning robot. Malfunction.
0: <laughs> yep. Uh, so that was really cool. Um, and we look forward to uh, more episodes from them. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, man, I, I totally agree. I think from, from our perspective, it's just it's nice to see a new perspective where people from people who create the game and are, are the thought behind what goes into what they're doing are being transparent and showing you the behind the scenes. And I think that's so cool for people to see. So many people want to know, why do you do that? Or why did you not do that? And those explanations
0: can go a very, very long way. Totally agree. Um, and I also really like just, you know, just in terms of like the podcast aspect of it. I love that at least the first one was 15 minutes. So it seems like they're going to be bite-sized and it's going to give us some more stuff to talk about. That's, I mean, boom. Doing it right now. That's right. <laughs> uh-huh. um, so we have a card coming out. Yeah, we do. Uh, very soon, actually. Can't wait. You want to tell us about it? I mean, I spoke
1: about it already once before, but this is the Goblin Gang. So we, we already went, you know, on the last episode, we went through what the card was, what it did, blah, blah, blah. Did you get a chance to see the orange juice video, the sneak peek video per se? I did not, and I'm sorry. Sorry, OJ. Dude, this card is not like you would initially expect.
0: Well, tell me about it. Bring me, bring me... Into the experience so I can feel what you saw. So the way that Orange Juice really compared the card is to
1: the other three cost swarm of troops, which is the Skeleton Army. Boom. So he basically tried to show the differences between the two, right? Mm -hmm. Like if you throw a Skeleton Army by itself and let it attack a tower without anything else being dropped, including your opponent not defending. Right on one lane, and you drop the Goblin Gang on another lane, here's what happens. The Goblin Gang will do much more damage initially, but will eventually die quicker. Whereas the Skeleton Army takes longer to get to the tower because it's being picked off one by one as it gets there. Mm-hmm. Eventually it overtakes the Archer Tower because the Archer Tower can't kill it quick enough and over time does more damage. Right. So it's really interesting to see how the two cards relate to one another. That is cool. They showed how, how the goblin gang would interact with a, uh, a goblin barrel or a baby dragon or mm. just the zap or a goblin barrel and a zap. There are
0: so, so Can many I ask diff- you, how, how do you, how do you, how do the cards come out? Like, like how, how do they how, play, how do they, right? Yeah. Like, is it like, is it the uh, the regular goblins in front of the spear goblins? Like they're just lined up perfectly? Are they just randomly thrown out there? Right. So that's a great question. That's what That, that
1: was going to be my biggest question coming into this, was mm-hmm. how are these things set up? Because how they're set up really changes what impact they can have on the map, right? Right. Because if they're all clumped up in a small little circle, then they can die to AoE very easily. But right. if they're spread apart a little bit, then it's much harder for them to be killed. So the way that they drop is in a small circle separated apart. So if you could kind of think of, think of like a little quarter on the screen. Like if you could put a little quarter on the screen and Mm -hmm. put the goblins around it. Three melee goblins in the front
0: and the three spear goblins in the back. So So they kind of drop like a small minion horde without the middle minions. That is exactly right.
1: That's exactly what it looks like. It looks like a circle of troops that you then put on. And because it's a ring of troops, there's space in between them. And because there's hmm. space in between them, AOE-type troops can't kill them so easily, unless, obviously, they group up when they're killing them. Huh. That's really cool. But the thing that's even cooler is that they, they, count, they counter the elite barbarians. They counter regular barbarians. What? Yeah. If, 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 if somebody drops a Elite Barbarians at the river, you can throw these things in the center of the map and and they'll kill the Elite Barbarians with the tower. Right. Same thing with regular Barbarians. Wow. They're a very powerful defensive card. And I think that this is the kind of card that is going to be used in bait decks, like zap bait decks, because the, the amount of, of damage that you can get in a very short period of time with this mm-hmm. card is very crazy but if you use it on defense to develop a counter push right you're basically set but like we said this card has its downsides right you're committing to a 3 cost card that's really just goblins at the end of the day right it can be killed by arrows for an even trade it can be killed by log for an even for for a positive trade for your opponent
0: Right, it could also probably be killed by a zap, depending on the zap's level and your goblins' levels.
1: Right, I mean, in tournament-level cap, you're not going to kill the stab goblins with the, with the zap because of the change that
0: they made recently. But at the end... Sorry, I love how you're calling them stab goblins.
1: because well, I hate like, the, the term melee, like, it just takes longer <laughs> to say. And I keep saying, like, I, I keep wanting to say slash. I mean, spear. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. All I know is that there are are three goblins that come across with knives. Guns and Roses goblins. I don't know how much longer I can talk about this card. All I know is this card is going to be awesome. I can't
0: wait for it. And I'm really (laughs) excited to use the Stab Goblins. Boom. There we go. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, on to other things. So we had a draft challenge uh, this week again, which was awesome. And I have to tell you, I actually played it this time. Yeah? And I loved it. It's awesome, right? Loved it. I hated it because I lost immediately because I'm just not good at this this style of play yet. Right. At all. But I am a total convert in terms of how this is changing the way you play this game because it totally makes you it totally makes you have to learn new cards, you're stuck with stuff that you never thought you would ever want to pick things that you don't want in your deck, stuff that doesn't synergize whatsoever, or maybe you're lucky, maybe some stuff does synergize and you have to totally revamp your strategy because some cards work, some cards don't, and you have to use the cards that don't work to make everything work together. You lost me a little
1: bit there, but all I know is I love this challenge. I always talk about this challenge. I love it, I love it, I love it. I played it, I couldn't get enough of it, Honestly, I think, I think while it was out, I played the ladder. Like, my ladder matches were like 10% of my matches while played. Everything hmm. else was in this challenge.
0: Interesting. I do notice, though, when I do the challenges like this, when I go back to ladder, I wind up doing better. Really? Yeah. I don't know why. It's not like they're really correlated. Maybe they are. Uh, someone should do a study on that. Maybe. But one thing I want to point out. Last time
1: we talked about the fact that the draft challenge or whatever challenge it was wasn't free for the first time, so you didn't try it, right? Right. This time it was free for the first time. They made the classic free for the first time you did it, and you tried it where you didn't last time. And then because you tried it, sure, you lost because you're not really savvy yet with all your new cards, but you'll mm-hmm. get better at that. And you loved the challenge. Did you? Here's my question. Did you spend 10 gems after your first try to play again? Absolutely. How many more times? Two more times. Two. So you spent 20 gold. Whereas, uh, so you spent 20 gems. Whereas previously, you didn't get I a free entry. Zero. And you spent zero. Exactly. So because you got a free entry, you spent more gems. It's yes.
0: genius. Yes. <laughs> I am a sucker, and that's the way it should work. It's a win win. I wind up playing more stuff, and they. Make me buy more gems.
1: I mean, at the end of the day, it's a smart move, and I was just super excited to see it. Um, Obviously, you'd never expect somebody to have a free grand challenge entry, but the fact that they're allowing people to test the challenges, to move away from the ladder, to experience something different within the game, take a break, try something new, and just have fun, that's exactly what this game needs for the longevity of it.
0: Yeah, you know what else it needs for the longevity of it? A special version of the game where you play with another person. 2v2. Could you imagine? Yes, I could imagine, and I think it would be ridiculously awesome. That'd be awesome. It's like the boom man in nonstop rug versus the world. Yeah, like, I don't know what they would do. They could limit how many cards each person has. Obviously, maybe you wouldn't have two full decks. Maybe it's not 10 elixir. Maybe it's less. Yeah, or maybe you could, like, share elixir. Yes. And like, you have like a pool of elixir that you have to use. Yes. That is amazing. That'd be really cool. This think tank is making something awesome right now. Yeah, but it's also making my brain hurt. Sorry. Um, yeah. So, something else that happened from good old Supercell. Uh, they announced Clash Nights. Clash Nights! So what's a Clash Night, Joe? Isn't it like a, an event
1: hosted by like Clash Royale players? It's like a player-hosted
0: event? Yeah, man. It's by the people and for the people. It's by you and for you. <laughs> <laughs> yep, exactly. Um, no, seriously, do you know... First of all, this is amazing. Um, it's totally going to make the community come together when it comes to playing this game. And I think... This is going to be a great way for players to get together and kind of trade strategies and see how other people play. Um, plus, it's going to be a really social thing. So you know what this reminds me of big time? Take a guess. Take a guess. No lifelines. Hearthstone Gatherings. Boom. Whoa! Nailed it on the head with a blindfold on. Yeah, no, I,
1: I, I think that it's going to be amazing too. I mean, like you said, when the community itself supports the game and supports events and supports- People coming together to expand the game and people people promoting it, mm-hmm. it's amazing. And it, 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 it only helps the game. It can't hurt the game. It only helps the game. So when you see exactly. people start to take it to that next level, sure, you know, Supercell sponsored it, right? Clash Royale posted about it. But when people take the initiative to do that, it's only going to cause more and more. It's like the domino effect. So I'm excited to see where this goes. I can't wait. And I hope, I hope, I hope that the community... Where we live does one of these, because I'm going, boom. Boom. By the way, I think we both just
0: bought the Goblin Gang. Bought. Boom. It's amazing that it came out like in the middle of doing the episode. Wow. That's what I would call strategy, Rob. That is good strategy. Good job, Joe. Boom. So the last thing that we wanted to bring up before we go into some other fun stuff uh, is Supercell had a developer Q&A which took over the internet the day that it happened. Yeah, it did. So can you give us a quick rundown on what was actually talked about? I read it, um, but you speak so much more eloquently than I do. Psh, please. Get please. out of here.
1: No, yeah, so I, the, the dev Q&A was awesome. Uh, effectively, what Clash Royale did is they, they took all of the questions and the development questions that, that people were, were asking them And they responded to them. They gave a very, very robust and detailed uh, description as answers too. So, uh, for example, everybody wants to know if Clash Royale is going to have quote-unquote hero characters or hero units within the game. And they gave a very robust answer saying they toyed with the idea, but, you know, I'm summarizing. But at the end of the day, they didn't put them in, they don't think they're going to put them in, and they don't see it coming in the near future, uh, if at all. Right. You know, they also talked about things like legendary trophies and the fact that they may get rid of them at some point. More than likely, yep. More than likely they're getting rid of them. They also talked about something that we've considered pretty annoying, to say the least, which is the fact that the clan chests occur during Monday to Wednesday. Why not over the weekend when people have more availability and more time to play? I was so excited when I heard this news. Yes. So they said they are going to move the clan chest, call it challenge, we'll call it, Mm -hmm. from Friday to Monday, so exactly over the weekend on the next patch update. Right. They also talked about some reworks to tournaments that they're going to be doing and some plans that they have to to further develop the game. And it's just really exciting stuff. And like I said, if you haven't already, you should go to Supercells forums and check it out because they gave a very, very awesome description for each of these questions as answers. And it's really exciting to see that they're very transparent with people that want to know things about the game.
0: Yeah, they're really interacting more. And, uh, you know, it gives us a lot of stuff to talk about, but it also makes us very happy to get a good insight as to what's going on behind uh, the curtain. Boom. Mm hmm. The only thing that I saw in there that I was like eh, about was the uh, was the stuff that's that could possibly come for clans because they said that, you know, they know that some stuff needs to happen for clans and they need, we need more tools or like things, uh, to work with, but it's on their radar, but it's not a priority.
1: Right. And I think that's fine. Right. Because it's, they've given the, they've given the clans a lot recently, right? Like the clan yes. chest was a huge thing and it happens every week now. You know, it used to be every two weeks, I think, and it was like, it lasted a week long. Now it's more, it's more rotational. It's very quick and the clan can do it together every week. It's something to look forward to.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, I actually think that the shorter clan chest is amazing.
1: No, yeah. And, and to be honest, because they've done this, now you kind of set clans aside for just a little bit. Focus on true development, true game development, interaction between cards and maybe some other opportunities for the community as a whole, not just for clans and see what happens.
0: True. Yeah, that's a good point. All right. All right. I feel you. I feel you. Ophelia. I don't even know what you just said, but I'm (laughs) booming. Boom. Uh, Yeah. So we have some
1: chests to open. Another round of chest openings, baby. Let's go. Are you ready? I'm always ready for this. I love this. Let's do it.
0: I got a crown chest. Mm -hmm. I don't have my crown chest yet. I'm still four away. All right. So I'll do my crown chest. You ready? Ready. All right. Crown chest. 604 gold. Okay. Two gems. I'll take it. One mini P.E.K.K.A. Mini P.E.K.K.A., baby. Now I wish I had a mega P.E.K.K.A.
1: Right, I was just going to say, like, (laughs) now that you've heard that there was going to be a mega P.E.K.K.A.,
0: doesn't a mini P.E.K.K.A. just sound so, like... Sounds Uh, puny. Yeah, it sounds a little puny. Yeah, (laughs) sounds sounds wimpy. Uh, (laughs) But we all know it's not. So next card, thirty two archers. Nice archers are good. Mm hmm. Thirty seven goblin gang. No way. Uh huh. Boom. Boom. And then the last card is six inferno towers. Eh, I could have done without those, but it's a good chest. Completely agree. So, what's your chest?
1: So, I, sir, have a clan chest. Boom. Level 10 clan chest, Lego. Do it up. 1,620 gold. Ooh. Five tombstones. Six wizards. All right, that's good. 73 barbarians. Man. Ooh! Ooh! 84 Goblin Gang! Wow! Boom! Wild. That was big, man. 84 arrows, 16 ice golems, and hey, two that's good. regular golems. Hey! That dude. was big, dude. That's amazing. That was a really, was a good, really chest. good
0: chest. Jinx. Double jinx. Buy me a soda.
1: You owe me a soda. Arr, ha! You got me. All right. I'll <laughs> give you a soda. That was a really good chest. I liked it. What else do mm-hmm. you got? You have a clan chest? Of course I do. Boom. I will never not come prepared. Unlike me. It's just me that doesn't come prepared most times. Right. You missed
0: a c- uh, crown chest. Come on. Right. Eh. That's okay. Next time. Boom. Yeah. Next time. There's always next time. All right. Here we go. Clan chest. Level 10 clan chest sixteen hundred and twenty gold Boom. two dark goblins okay fifty two royal giants that's good actually it is really good I'm really excited about that actually I could probably get this thing to level eleven no definitely level ten I'm not sure about eleven maybe uh 12 Mega Minions. Okay. 85 Goblin Gang. Ah, I knew it. I knew it. (laughs) You felt it. The burning sensation that the gang was going to show up. It was just going to show up in my deck. (laughs) Uh, 13 Battle Ram. Okay. I'll take it. I'm going to get really excited about this because of all the conversations that we've been having surrounding this card. Are you ready? I don't know. Am I? 104 Mortars! (laughs) Boom! Boom! (laughs) Mortar! And two Executioners. Boom! That was a pretty awesome chest. Yeah, even though the Executioner got nerfed, it's still a really good card. Dude, it still wipes out minion hordes and destroys barbarians.
1: Yeah, no, it's it's totally a good card, so that's, yeah. that's a win right there, man. Yeah, good awesome job balancing chest. that,
0: Supercell. I've got a
1: big dog, dude.
0: You do? What's your big dog? I, sir, have a magical chest. Yes! Good, I'm excited. Let's do it. Get a legendary. Alright, here we go. 712 gold.
1: From a super magical chess? No, regular magical chess. Oh, it's a magical chess, okay. Regular magical. Right. So is this less magical than the super magical? Is this like stabby goblins. Well, being it's it, that's very funny that you just said that because my first card was two stab goblins.
0: <laughs> hey. <laughs> oh, what the chances
1: man. of that are are slim, but one in ten trillion. Eleven goblin gang.
0: All right, that's good.
1: 22 archers. Nice. 4 battle ram. Boom. 52 knights. Hey. 19 elixir collectors. Whoa, whoa,
0: whoa, 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 whoa. It is not called an elixir collector, Joe.
1: Elixir pump.
0: There you go. Boom. Boom.
1: <laughs> and 4 executioners hey that was awesome nice. so now i can finally get my executioner to level
0: four which is tourney
1: that's, cap finally
0: yeah exactly uh that that magical chest almost mirrored a, you know the t- card type uh that my clan chest that was. your clan that was chest good. had that's right i just had mm-hmm. more of each card all right so you done is that it i'm done are you done no i also have a big dog Whoa! what do you got i got a magical chest as well not a super magical chest um, a regular magical chest. So kind of like stabby goblins? I hope it has stabby goblins. <laughs> your
1: first, <laughs> if your first card is two stab goblins, I'm shutting the podcast off.
0: <laughs> I was literally going to say I'm getting up away from this computer and shutting it down. Boom. All right, here we go. You ready? Ready. Magical chest. 594 gold. Okay six ice spirits so luckily everybody gets to continue listening to the podcast, the podcast. <laughs> two battle rams boom 33 goblin gang
1: man we're getting killed with these goblin gangs I love it
0: this is the motley crew of goblins over here 48 archers okay 7 valkyrie well that will kill the goblin gang destroy them, actually. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. 14 wizards. Okay. And the last card. Four bowlers. Nice. What level can you get your bowler? Uh, it is currently still at level three. I'm four away from level four. Oh, it's awesome, dude. Bowler is a very good card. I know. I don't request him. I've been requesting the prince a lot for Epic Sundays, so I've been, uh, you know, working on getting him to level six. Boom. That was awesome. Those were great chests, if I do say so myself. You can say so yourself, and I would agree. Awesome chests. Boom. All right, so let's move on to our... Deck Spotlight. Deck Spotlight? Kinda. It's a little truncated because we, have a, we had a lot to talk about. So we have one awesome deck that Joe mentioned earlier in the cast from Marcel P. So we obviously named the deck Marcel P because giving credit where credit is due and it is an average elixir cost of 2.6 so it's extremely fast Um, and it consists of the Hog Rider, the Ice Golem, Skeletons, Ice Spirit, Cannon, Fireball, The Log, and The Musketeer. So, tell me how this deck works, because it, from your description, it sounds like it's totally up your alley, Mr. It, hog Cycle Boom. <laughs> it is
1: totally up my alley, but just to be honest with you, it's just a very solid, well-rounded deck, and as you can see, the, the average elixir cost is 2.6, so it's a very, very fast deck, and at its core, like we said, it's a Hog Cycle deck. It has two cards that are one elixir cost, and that's the Ice Spirit and the Skeletons. It has two cards that are two cost, and that is the Log and the Ice Golem. Hmm. So, in theory, this deck is really just a cycle, defend, cycle to your hog, cycle, defend, cycle to your hog kind of deck. Right. Because the deck is so cheap, what you're going to wind up doing is... Losing elixir trades when you push your hog so that you can get your opponent's hog counter. Because normally your opponent's going to have one hard counter to your hog, right? Mm-hmm. If they have another answer, it's probably a soft or weak answer that you can kill with your log. Or you can kill with your fireball or something of that right. nature. Right, right, right. So what winds up happening with this deck, and you know, everybody knows how to, how to hog push, You do Hog and and Skeletons or Hog and your Ice Spirit or Hog and your Ice Golem. But at the end of the day, you're doing that on offense going negative on those trades because there's a good chance that your opponent is going to be able to defend against those. But the key is that when your opponent counter pushes, you use your defensive cards like your Log or your Ice Spirit or your Ice Golem, whatever you quote-unquote did not push with. Mm -hmm. And because they're so cheap and effective on the defensive end. If you utilize them with your tower, you're gaining the elixir advantage back. So in th- in theory, you lose elixir when you push on offense, but you gain elixir when you defend, right? Interesting. So it basically evens itself out, and this is the way that Marcel explained it. But here's the cool thing. Because of the cost of the deck, you're going to cycle back to your Hog Rider. Faster than your opponent is going to cycle back to their answer for your Hog Rider. So mm-hmm. you're eventually going to get them off of their cycle. And that's when you stop losing the Elixir battle going into your offensive push. Huh. That is super cool. Isn't it? And, and, and what's really awesome is that the more damage that you can get in the first two minutes of the game, the better off you are. Now here's the reason why. Because this deck is so quick, you have the advantage when you're not in double elixir. But you lose the advantage on your cycling ability when you're in double elixir time. Because your opponent is generating elixir faster, so the chance of them being on cycle for their hog counter is a higher probability, right? Right. Yeah, it makes sense. You're not going to be able to outcycle them as quickly. So instead, what you're going to rely on in the last minute or in overtime Is your ability to clear or do damage with spells. That's where your log and your fireball really come in handy. Okay. Now, here's the key the mistake that I was making with this deck innately is that I was using it slowly. So I would use it very slowly. I would set up my cannon, I would throw my musketeer in the back and let her walk up to try and develop a big push, right? Right. But that's not this style of a deck. If you play it slowly, it plays into slower decks quartz, right? Huh. The whole point of this deck is to outcycle with the hog and outcycle their counter. So if you play it slowly and you slow play the game, you're losing the advantage that this tech has over any other deck. So you're not going to win the game. It's very uh very technical this one. This one's a very technical deck, but it's the deck that allowed me to get to my highest trophy count ever in the current meta. It, it does have a higher skill cap, so you're not going to be able to pick up this deck and just play it very well the first time because it really requires some troop placement and really mm-hmm. understanding where to put things and when to drop things down to make sure you're getting the most effective and most efficient defensive counters. You know, it's, right. it's very easy to drop a cannon down because that's a very simple defensive building. But how does the cannon interact with the ice golem? And the Ice Spirit when Elite Barbarians are coming their way, you know? Right. And when you learn this deck and you start to see how each of these cards can kind of supplement one another, you start to realize that this deck is super defensive.
0: <laughs> it just has a very quick hog cycle in it. Well, yeah, and you have to be really quick and good with your, with your defense because the goal is to get back to your hog cycle as fast as possible.
1: That's right. And at the end of the day, if you're ever questioning what move you should do, 9 times out of 10, it's push with the Hog. You can push with the Hog because you can cycle back to it and get off their counter. It's good advice. Definitely. So I would highly, highly, highly recommend this deck. A huge shout out to Marcel P. If you haven't watched his YouTube channel, you should totally check it out. He talks about this deck and some other Hog cycle decks. He's, he's appeared on Clash with Ash plenty of times. He gives great tips and tricks. So if you ever want to improve on your technical ability, super, super beneficial to listen to him. So I hope I do it justice by explaining kind of how he described the deck. But at the end of the day, it really just makes sense. If you pick up the deck, give it a try and see how it
0: works. Boom. Boom. Uh, so good deck. I love it. Um, We have a couple of reviews, but... A short explanation that we received because of this explosion of new listeners. Yep. Uh, We we received 20 new reviews. 20! 20. 20. So before anybody who doesn't want to hear reviews that often rolls their eyes, uh, we are not going to read all 20 reviews uh, on the show because the show would take forever. um, And Joe and I can talk and talk and talk and talk. Uh, So we picked three. Uh, at random and we're going to read those and I'm going to give a shout out to everybody else that wrote in a review um, because we greatly appreciated it. That's right. So the first review comes to us from Sphinxaddle. 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 From Australia. I'm not even trying it. Don't even You don't, can't do it. I'm done. Yeah, all right. That's fine. I'll do this one. So they write, fantastic podcast. Just found this podcast and can't get enough. Really informative and funny way of staying current with the game and feeling part of a community. I lead a full fifty member clan and have started promoting this to my clanmates. Keep up the great work, gentlemen. Sphinx atl. Sphinx atl. <laughs> sphinx Sphinx Atoll. <laughs> I'm going with Sphinx Atl. How about we just call him Sphinx? Sphinx like sounds sphinx. good. Sphinx yeah. is
1: better. Yeah, but I like it. Sphinx, thanks so much for the review. We truly appreciate it. We're so happy that you like it and that you find us informative and kind of funny, I guess. We try to be a little <laughs> little humorous here or there. But to be honest, when I read this review, the biggest thing for me, Rob, was feeling a part of a community. Yes. The community of podcast listeners that we have that, that, are, that are with us and that have helped us grow into something special is just tremendous. So we thank you for being a part of it, and
0: thank you for helping us spread the word. Boom. Thank you. Um, and then the next review is from Tim Glacier from Canada. His last name almost sounds like Glacier. I think we should call him Tim Glacier from Canada. Right, because Canada's cold and there are glaciers up there. That's right. So Tim Glacier from Canada. Boom. Tim Glacier writes, amazing podcast. I recently started listening to the podcast that I found on Clash Royale. Boom. I love the information that is brought to the show, and both Rob and Joe have great voices wow i look forward to the next podcast these guys are great hey joe we've got great voices you got a good
1: voice joe tim we're super happy that you were able to find our podcast through news royale and i think above all we love the fact that you think we have great voices boom boom so can i get the last one
0: yep absolutely
1: All right, so this one comes to us from PDSD from the United States, and he writes, The best Clash Royale podcast by far. This podcast is informative, helpful, and a lot of fun. Rob and Joe continue to impress me with the quality of their cast and their insightful analysis of Clash Royale's constantly changing meta. Their enthusiasm for the game is infectious, and I always want to jump in and play a few games of Clash Royale after listening. Also, they do all this while keeping the podcast and the surrounding community family-friendly, which I really appreciate. If you're not listening to the Boom Brothers
0: yet, what are you waiting for?
1: Boom!
0: Yeah, so Petey, thank you so much for this awesome review. Uh, we really appreciate you, know, you being part of the community um, and for showing enthusiasm for both the game and the cast. Uh, and by the way, we really appreciate being dubbed the Boom Brothers. Brothers. really awesome. Yeah. Um, I'm just happy that he finds our enthusiasm infectious. That's In- awesome. Infectious? What a word, right? Yeah. Usually usually infections are not good. So Right. But we're, this, we're a good infection. Right. This we're like seems, antibodies. We are like antibodies. We're like <laughs>
1: antibodies for the Clash Royale, like negative meta. Yes. That's exactly what this is. Like you said once before, Rob, all we're trying to do is create a positive movement. Yes. I did say that. Where the shining light somewhere in the dark. Right, and I, I totally didn't understand what you meant at all when you said we were trying to create a positive movement, but I think slowly but surely, I'm getting there. Slowly but surely,
0: I'm getting there. It's all right. It takes a while for some people to catch up. Boom. Mm-hmm. So that's it for the reviews. Um, let's give an awesome shout-out to everybody that left us a review. Um, again, we don't really have a lot of time to read them all, uh, but... We would love to give the credit. So first, baseball from Canada. Riley TBB from the United States. Patrick Duran from the United States. Murr 459 from Sweden. Sweden? Darth Nudit from the United States. Spen 6 from the United Kingdom. Spencer 779 from the United Kingdom. Johannes Kogan from Norway. Dr. Steve Brew. Phil. United States. Juan Carlos Batista from the United States. Guy 377 from the United States. Sci-Fi 1006049 from the United States. Bensley Joe 12 from Canada. Hobson CRYT from the United States. (laughs) I need to take a breather. All right. Piano Glint from the United States. Poochie Moo from the United States. And last But certainly not least, Natrix from Sveden! (laughs) Sveden! So so that was awesome.
1: That was, you you barely had to take a breath in between. That was like four words, right?
0: Felt like I just spoke a marathon.
1: You did, and Wow. And if it took that long just to give shoutouts to the remaining 17 people, just imagine what it would have been to read every single one of those reviews. But instead, we did want to shout you out. Every single review that we did receive will be put in the show notes down below. So make sure you check those out. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for everybody who leaves us reviews and helps us reach more people. Boom,
0: boom. Very well said. Yes, we could not be more appreciative. Um, and all the reviews that we have received has helped us move up in the charts a little bit. And we are clearly. Reaching more people. Boom. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's it for the reviews. Uh, we received no patrons this week or PayPal sponsorships this week. Uh, so if you would like to take part in either one of those or both, you can find the directions in the show notes. Um, I guess that's it, huh? For episode three, two. Episode three, two in the books. Boom. Boom. I can't believe it's almost been a year. I can't believe it either, but
1: I'm super excited for it. Got that special surprise coming up. Can't wait.
0: Not going to want to miss it. Boom. Yes. Excellent way to end the podcast. (laughs) Uh, So if you would like to join our clans, uh, you know, look for an open spot when we do our refresh Saturday night into Sunday. When you see an open spot, please send an invitation to us and write the word podcast in the invitation so we know you came from here. And also, to be the first to know when there is an open spot, please join our Discord and the instructions are also in the show notes. That's right.
1: And if you'd like to reach out to us on Twitter, you can do so by using the handle at Podcast
0: Royale. Yes, and join in on the giveaways that we've been doing. That's right. Uh, Also, if you would like to send us an email because we're getting tons of email, especially from people that think that we are Supercell, which we're not, FYI. Uh, You can send us an email at feedback at castrailpodcast.com. And a quick shout out, if you like what we do and you want
1: to help us reach more people, please, please, please leave us an iTunes review. As we mentioned
0: before, it is the number one way that you can help us reach more people. Boom. Um, and then, last but certainly not least, once again, please take our community survey. Uh, the link is in the show notes. It helps us figure out uh, what our community is looking like these days, especially since we use this to make our deck spotlights. That's right. Mm-hmm. 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 So I guess uh, with that, we will see you next time for another Hodge Podge of. Everything! High yeah. sponge of everything! Boom! Bye. Bye. Bye.